Well, good morning again, church. I'm Reverend Jeff, if we haven't had a chance to meet. And Happy New Year. It's, it's great to be together for a new year here at Northside Church. I am looking forward to the ways that God moves through Northside and through your lives to impact the community around us, to grow us deeper in our faith, and to grow as a church. I want to start this morning with a reading of Scripture. It's a reading of Jesus' baptism and the way it comes to us through the Gospel of Matthew. It comes in Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. Hear now the word of God. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Remember that phrase, to fulfill all righteousness. And then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And at that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And the voice of heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, take this moment of worship and transform our hearts and form our minds that we would be better disciples of you. Amen. Each week in worship, we read from the Bible. We have some text for the day that we have selected And we pick up right in the middle of it, whether it is a gospel or whether it is a letter in the New Testament or poetry or history in the Old Testament. And we jump right in wherever that selected text starts. What that means is almost every single Sunday, we are beginning somewhere in the middle. Not only the middle of that book of the Bible, but that book of the Bible is probably somewhere in the middle of the Bible. We are beginning somewhere in the middle. But this is the way that life works too, right? When we meet people, we begin somewhere in the middle of their journey as well. When we interact with folks, they have memories and experiences, a past that we oftentimes know nothing about. And everybody has some events, moments in their lives that have formed them into who they are today that we don't know about. And when we see people here at church or out at school or at work or at the ball field or in the store, we're picking up somewhere in the middle of their story. We're beginning in the middle. And so here we are on January 2nd, the beginning of a new year. Our calendar runs January to December, and we know that as December 31st rolls around New Year's Eve, people love to look back at the past year. You'll see the top 10 pictures or quotes that people love to post over their last year, and 
And they also look forward to a new year. The goals or resolutions that they have, in this case, for 2022. And I was having lunch this past week with a friend of mine. And he was sharing some of, not some of his, his one big resolution that he has for the new year. And it was to buy nothing for himself. Now, of course, that comes with caveats, right? He's still going to buy food. He still buys the necessity for day to day. But it's an attempt to not have the same materialistic impulse buys over the next year that are all about him. Now, for me, that kind of made me think about the fact that most people look at the upcoming year and they say, 2022, that's my year. But what if 2022 wasn't about you? What if we chose to focus in this new year on God and where God is calling us in the new year or how to move into right relationship with Jesus? Beginning the year in such a way brings me back to the text for this morning, the baptism of Jesus, because it is a sort of beginning, but it's also in the middle. Baptism is not a beginning, nor is it an end of our faith journey. Yet, it is clearly very important, not only to the church, but also to Jesus. Jesus himself participates in this ritual of baptism. In fact, it's so important to Jesus, the very first words he says in the Gospel of Matthew are here at his baptism. And then the very last words he says in the gospel of Matthew are about baptism. In Matthew 28, 19 and 20, he says, Go into all the world, baptizing the nations in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Baptism is a big deal. It bookends Jesus' ministry. But even still, it is not the beginning of the story of Jesus nor is it the end of the story of Jesus. Baptism is important to Christ, and it is important to our church. Many weeks here at Northside, we are baptizing somebody. Oftentimes, it is a baby whose parents are claiming promises over their life, promising to raise them up in the life of the church. But plenty of times it might be a student or it could be an adult claiming their faith for the very first time. But whether it is a baby, whether it is a student or an adult, baptism is not the very first word in our life story. It's a sacrament and it is a moment. It is a moment that draws us to right relationship with God. And so I wonder, as we consider the past year, as we look back on 2021, what have been the moments that have drawn you toward God? And then when we look forward, as we focus on a new year, what can be the moments that continue to bring us toward right relationship with God that can help us fulfill all righteousness? That got me thinking about a text I shared with a friend on Christmas Day. Now, you know the texts that you share with friends on Christmas. If you got little kids, there are probably pictures of your little kids opening up 
presence. It's the best. It's joyful. If you want to see adorable pictures, I got them for you after the service. Check it out. So we were sharing pictures of our kids opening up gifts, but he also shared a story of his elementary-aged daughter, Madison. Now, my friend Ben, I met him in college, and he's been somebody that I've always respected. Ben is the type of guy that he's not going to tell you explicitly what he believes. He would, but you're going to know that he's a Christian by the way he lives, by the things you hear him talk about in a regular day conversation. If you're watching the dogs game with him on Saturday night, which he's always watching, as am I, go dogs. Um, I got myself sidetracked. I just got caught up in the moment. Then you're going to hear about how Ben is getting his family ready for church the next morning. It's part of their routine. It's part of who they are. You're going to hear about prayers in his life that he has and prayers that have been answered. This is what it means to be a Christian for all of us and it's how Ben lives his life. Which brings me back to his daughter, Madison. They had done the church thing on Christmas Eve, as most of us in this room probably did. And after that big day, that big church event, Madison started asking questions. And one question led to another until she asked her dad, Dad, can I invite Jesus into my heart? That's huge. That is a massive moment in somebody's life. And some might even call that a beginning moment. But I know that's not the beginning of little Maddie's story. The beginning of her story is the fact that she was prayed for before she was born. She was taken to church her whole life. She read the Bible stories at home. She was raised up in the faith. This wasn't a beginning, nor is it an end of her relationship with Jesus. And this is how it happens. There are moments like this along our journey that move us into right relationship with God and with other people. It happens all along the way. From our earliest years or maybe even later on in life. But always in our journey, beginning, middle, or end, God is at work in our life. Now, this is one of the theological truths that underpins one of the signature ministries here at Northside Church. You may have heard of confirmation. It's something we run every single year for seventh grade students, and it's, it's a big deal here at Northside. It is an opportunity for students to claim their faith as their own. They spend a whole year studying some of the basics and some complicated questions regarding our faith. And it might seem like a beginning for these students to claim their faith as their own. But in all reality, this is somewhere along the middle of their journey. They're beginning in a way in the middle. Now on top of that, this past year we started the new dedicated Sunday school hour. And I started a class for the parents of confirmation students. And I like to call it a refresher class, just in case the parents forgot some of the basics of their faith along the way or just want to know a little bit more about what their students are learning. And the reality is that whether you are an adult 
or a student, you are never too old to talk about some of the topics that they talk about. Questions like, what is the Bible? Or who is Jesus? Or where did the Methodist church come from? And what does the Methodist church believe? And I think that if you joined a Sunday school class, you would find that most of the adults or students or kids here at Northside are just like you. They have a lot of questions. And they are somewhere along their journey. And you're finding them somewhere in the middle. Oftentimes, we need to begin again. Oftentimes, we need a refresher. But the good news is that the grace of Jesus Christ meets us right where we are. These are moments, whether they are in services in church or whether they are in regular classes or at home, that draw us into a relationship with God. Other times, it might be a new role in our life that's calling us to live in a righteous manner. That actually takes place in the baptism of Jesus. We see the, we see the Spirit descending, the heavens opening up, the voice from heaven saying, This is my Son, my beloved, with whom I'm well pleased. All of those are echoes of the Old Testament. It's quoting Psalm chapter 2, verse 7, and Isaiah 42 talking about different roles of the Messiah, the anointed one, what a ruler of Jewish people would look like if they were set apart. Psalm talks about a king who would rule with justice and righteousness. Isaiah is talking about a servant who will come. Jesus is taking on these roles and being set apart as the Messiah. Of course, this isn't the first role Jesus gets. We know the first role Jesus gets from the Christmas story. He's called God's own son, and it's confirmed at his baptism. But these are roles that create moments that bring Jesus into right relationship with God, fulfilling all righteousness. Now, if you were going to have a rough translation of fulfilling all righteousness, it would be to do God's will. And that's just living in right relationship with God, having our heart align with God's heart. Because this righteousness is the very thing that we strive towards as Christians. Excuse me. In fact, Jesus shows exactly how important this righteousness is because shortly after his baptism, he preaches his first sermon. In Matthew chapter 5, he begins with the Sermon on the Mount. And the first part of the Sermon on the Mount is the Beatitudes. Those are the things that we read that say, blessed are the X, blessed are the Y. One of them says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Did you catch that? The blessed life, if you're wondering what a blessed life looks like in 2022, it's to hunger and thirst for righteousness. That means you care about the things that God cares about, that you care about the people who God cares about, and that we draw into right relationship with God by hungering and thirsting for that righteousness. It means righteousness can't be an afterthought. It has to be our first thought. Much like food and drink, it is what sustains us on our journey, beginning, middle, or end. 
And a chapter later, Jesus teaches the Lord's Prayer. He teaches us to ask for our daily bread. Do you see how that connects? What we hunger for, our daily bread, is righteousness. So when we pray, give us, Lord, our daily bread, we're not just asking for provision. We're also asking that we would hunger and thirst for righteousness, that we would move into right relationship with God. Now, I wonder if sometimes righteousness might look a little bit different than we think. I found it really interesting that John the Baptist in our text didn't want to baptize Jesus at first. Jesus said, you must baptize me, and, and John tried to deter Jesus. I mean, can you imagine trying to tell Jesus no? It might seem ludicrous, but the reality is we tell Jesus no all the time. And I wonder how often does our idea of righteousness, of the way we want things done, can that get in the way of right relationship with God? I wonder, are you open to moments in a new year where God might change your heart or your mind? I just don't want to get stuck somewhere in the middle of our journey where, we, where God can't bring a new beginning to us. And so in the new year, may we pursue righteousness. Maybe that means you join us on our Bible reading challenge. We're calling it Route 66. You'll hear about it the whole month of January, but we'll be reading a chapter of the New Testament each day. Maybe those daily practices can be moments that bring you into right relationship with God. Maybe one way is that you incorporate praying the Lord's Prayer or just praying that you would hunger and thirst for righteousness in your daily prayer life. Maybe you're being called to join a class here or join the church here or even to be baptized for the first time. Regardless of where God is calling you. I pray that you would have grace for other people. We're all somewhere in the middle of our journey. But the good news is that Jesus meets us exactly where we are on the journey and loves us still. Let us pray. God, we thank you that you are with us in the beginning of our journey. We thank you that you are with us each step along the way. God, would you take these moments of worship? Would you take the moments that we encounter as we leave this place and draw us nearer to you. Teach us to love one another. Teach us to intersect with other people's stories in a way that shows your love and your grace and your light to the world around us. God, we thank you that you are with us on the journey, not just now, but for eternity. You are a God of the past, present, and future, and you are good. So allow us to dwell in your presence, to dwell in your house, that we might be transformed into better disciples, that we might love you more. It's in the name of Christ we pray. Amen.